It was in the summer of 1976 when Jack decided to go on a fishing trip. He took his twin brother Jim and their friends Chuck Rack and Charlie Foltz. We figured we'd be out fishing for quite a while. On their fourth night of the trip, they set up camp on Eagle Lake, then built a fire to act as a beacon while they tried to catch their supper in the dark. We built that thing to last four or five hours. It was pitch black that night, not a whisper of the moon at all. We had our lines out, and we were sitting there just enjoying the night. And then Chuck Rack said, what the blank is that? Well, we all turned, and I saw this light. It was so big and so bright, and it was just slowly lifting up out of the trees. I would estimate it was as big in diameter as a tractor-trailer truck is long. It was about the size of a two-and-a-half-story house, completely spherical in shape. Charlie Foltz goes, well, we don't know what it is, so why don't we signal it with a flashlight and see if it does anything? The instant that I did that, this sphere of light responded by sending a shaft of light straight down that hit the water's edge and started coming across the water toward us. We were just surrounded in this light. And then the next thing I remembered is uh, we were standing on the beach. We were in shock, and this thing was hovering right in front of us. And then all of a sudden, it just went that fast. As fast as you could snap your fingers, it was gone into the stars. At first, they didn't talk about what they had seen. Instead, they went straight to bed. The next morning, they felt re-energized. We were all pumped and excited about it, you know. Wow, my God, that was a UFO. Holy crap, you know. We reported it to one ranger. He goes, well, boys, I don't know what you've been putting in that pipe you're smoking, but I'd lay off it for a while. And uh, we kept telling people, why would we make this up? I mean, why would we make up a story that no one's going to believe, you know? I mean, that's it just, it really did happen. Eventually, they stopped telling people because no one believed them. They say their personalities were overtaken by compulsive behaviors. They had crazy nightmares. Their art was unrecognizable. Before the trip to the Allagash, Jack painted landscapes and cityscapes. After, he was obsessed with math and started constructing unusual paper sculptures. It was obsessive behavior that was totally unlike anything I was doing before. The minute I got back, I stopped painting. I stopped using color. And it was just this continuing quest for something that I didn't know what it was. Jack's brother began seeing a psychiatrist and talked about the nightmares he was having. His psychiatrist says to him, well, it's not like you've ever seen a UFO or anything, right? And Jim's like, well, you know, actually I have. And so he told his psychiatrist about the Allagash sighting. And his psychiatrist says, have you ever heard of alien abduction, Jim? Jim's therapist recommended that Jim, Jack, Chuck, and Charlie see a hypnotist. They were introduced to Tony Constantino, a professional hypnotist. This is hypnosis session number one for Charlie Foltz. The date is May 20th, 1989. And I walked in and I just basically told them about what I remembered from that night. It's right there. It's looking at me. 
The sighting on the Allagash had actually been an elaborate alien abduction experience. It was like almond shaped, like sort of egg shaped, long, thin neck, like a girl, delicate. The beings themselves, Slight I believe they describe them as the typical, the typical gray. I said, I want to get out. I want to get back in a canoe. By the time I was done working with these four individuals, I felt what I can only describe as genuine terror because I believed them. That idea that they had been abducted changed everything. After hypnosis, they had an explanation for their strange dreams and bizarre behavior. The hypnosis was proof to them that this was real. A lot of people do think you're nuts, you know, when you tell them this, and people will just say, you know, stay away from my kids, or you're crazy. Twenty years later, the abduction is still a big deal. And although they are shunned by many, they have achieved international notoriety as the Allagash Four. The Allagash Four are not alone. They found a community of believers and other abductees. There's a couple of ways that I'm different, I believe, because of that experience. One of the things is when I look at the night sky, I don't wonder if there's life out there besides life here. I know there is. Many thanks to the producer Molly Graham at the Salt Institute for Documentary Studies and our own Anna Sussman.